One world, one world, one market, one market, one market. Greetings, members of the Planetary Union. I am Communications Officer Asimov, and I have been tasked with introducing this podcast to you. The recording you are about to hear is brought to you by Captain Greggy Hochstetler and First Mates Miranda Fisher, Tim Treese, and alien expert Dr. Kevin O'Brien. Follow at Official Orville on Twitter to see all information dispatches from the crew, and go to officialorville.space to leave a comment on an episode or find links to subscribe to the show or rate and review us on iTunes. The mission is to explore the space. This is the official The Orville Podcast. Goddamn, goddamn, maybe it's those thighs that kill me from time to time. I'm the only one that sends shivers up your spine. Oh, I know how you like it, and I know that you like to ride it. Listen to The Orville Podcast. Don't listen to Hollywood Handbook. I drink my soda while I make my podcast. F you, the boys. Hello, all you aliens in the Planetary Union, and welcome to the Officially Orville podcast. With me, your podcasting captain, Greggy. Uh, With me, I have the three first mates. I've got Security Officer Miranda. I've got Science Officer Dr. Kevin O'Brien. And I've got the other guy, (laughs) numbers guy, Tim Trees. Welcome to the show, everybody. Uh, thanks. thanks. Uh, yeah, uh, that's just uh, <laughs> how it's gonna. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it seems like I always get trouble every week for introducing everybody um, and welcoming them to the show. And then now I just bring everybody in, and now you're all talking over each other like madmen. It's crazy. Yeah, we clearly need your guidance, but. <laughs> You should still kind of warn us about something like that. <laughs> yeah, That's not giving right, us much guidance at all if you don't even tell us. Yeah, that okay. was like a, we were playing like musical chairs there pretty much. And uh, there's only one chair and there's three of us. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You're right. I'm sorry, guys. And I only have half a butt, so it's not really a fair <laughs> game. Yeah, that's an advantage yeah. for you, actually. I can really squeeze into those tight spots. So there's there's been no progress on that with your doctor? No, no, quite the opposite. It's gotten a lot worse. <laughs> oh no. Well, yeah, I needed, you know, I needed to fill my wallet up with with money to make up for the lack of space and I got kind of desperate and ended up uh losing some money. And at this point, yeah, my butt bone is starting to shave down. Oh, God. <laughs> that sounds terrible. It's very painful. Uh, and it's, a, it's irreparable. So it's, it's a chronic condition. What, what, are you, what surfaces are you sitting on? Yeah, you know, like, what, what do you sit on? Ch- Cheese you know. grater. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and like uh, nail files, mm-hmm. <laughs> hard stone, rough stone. Yeah, yeah I mean, most Belt of the chairs stairs. in our house are made out of pumice. <laughs> what hummus? I, I wish hum. Oh, hummus would be a dream. No pumice. <laughs> oh, okay. Because a hummus chair. 
Yeah, that sounds pretty good. Because uh, it a cool, you know, mm-hmm. smooth and cool. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's what you should get. Hummus chair. <laughs> Ask your doctor if the hummus chair is right for you, though. <laughs> All right, I'm going to text my doctor now. Hopefully we'll hear back by the end of the episode on that. And of course, this is the official The Orville podcast. Uh, you would expect <laughs> for us to be covering an episode of The Orville. Um, <laughs> How foolish you would be if you thought that. <laughs> yeah, no, we're not doing that this week. Um, it's not. We're not sick of The Orville or anything, of course. We can't wait to see every episode, but we've been recording at such a fast clip lately. Like uh, These episodes have been coming out like clockwork lately almost. Um, and we are just getting, our brains are getting brain overload. Actually, I talked to Tim's doctor and that's what he told me. Uh, we have brain overload, he said, uh, from watching too many mind bending the Orville, uh, you know, big ideas that, that Seth is putting out there. And we need to take a week off to, uh, let our brains relax. He said, that's good because yeah, my brain has been bent and I know I haven't had the normal um, levels of laughs and comedy to kind of subdue it because, you know, the show's kind of gotten, it's a little bit more like mind bend uh, centric and less uh, funny bone poke. poke. (laughs) Yeah. There've been a few less jokes, a few more big sci-fi ideas. Like uh, what if a lady fucked a robot and stuff like that? (laughs) So, uh, I thought we would take a week off from the Orville, but not from one of our favorite actors. Uh, this time, Scott Grimes. He was on an episode of Criminal Minds uh, from season eight, episode sixteen. It was called Carbon Copy. Uh, let me look this up because I don't know when this originally aired. Two thousand thirteen, uh, I think May. Uh, I it was February twenty seventh. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> exact, be exact. This aired. Oh wow! What year? of 2013 oh so i was right okay thank you kev thanks i knew scott looked a little a little younger um i mean he still looks great of course but uh you know he looked a little fresher a little more naive i would say um he didn't have that comedic edge he has now yeah much darker version of him uh than i expected Mm. but uh not sure if he's guilty that's still we'll we'll see (laughs) well criminal minds is a show where like the fbi they look at uh (laughs) pictures of grizzly murders and the stuff and uh they fly around in private jets and um they give you know poor guys that are just trying to live a hard time all the time at least that's what i got from this episode because (laughs) they were really rough on my man scott i didn't like we're so mean to scott Yeah, it was like they were enjoying it, too. I don't like it when people treat Scott like that. Well, they don't know the what the caterpillar's going to, you know, uh, bloom into. Hmm, I need a bug scientist here to kind of help me with that terminology. Yeah, I keep inviting Mark, but he keeps blowing me off. <laughs> he doesn't want to come and tell us about bugs, and we have so many questions still. Mark was on like two weeks ago. It was so long ago. <laughs> I mean, I keep inviting him every week, but he doesn't come. But just think about how many times we talk about bugs and 
we I don't think we even mentioned Bugs on the last episode uh, on like two weeks ago. Yeah, when he was here, we didn't even really talk about Bugs that much. That's true. That was weird. Yeah, I talked to Nary a caterpillar uh, two weeks ago, so <laughs> I don't know. Is it a cocoon? Is it a kind of like a mummy situation? How do they become the butterfly? Mark, call in. <laughs> yeah, Mark, please call in. <laughs> um, so this show, they start off with a previously on, which is good because I don't know who the heck any of these people are, but they don't even like explain everything. I, under- <laughs> I understood so well after the previously on. I was like, I got this. The yeah, one the... thing I was sure about was Zug's Wang. <laughs> yeah, that made a lot of sense to me. Yeah. Which one of them was Sugswang? <laughs> Sugswang is a term, uh, is a chess term, uh, actually, for when the opponent knows they're about to be checkmated. It's, it's this, so I already kind of had, had an idea what was going on. This was a Sugswang situation. <laughs> so you were already familiar with Sugswang before you started watching the show? Well, no, the guy just told me what it was. <laughs> and then I say, okay, I understand what's about to happen. We're in a, oh, a Sugswang uh, zero endgame. So in a way, it was like they gave you a spoiler right at the very beginning of the episode. Yeah, I knew it was going to be Sugswang the whole time. <laughs> but the beginning of the show is like, it's such a good uh, information delivery system, which I think if they should do that every morning you wake up, someone should do that for you. Let you know what's going on in criminal minds. Uh, <laughs> Not in your own life, just tell you. <laughs> just so you can stay ready throughout the week for the next Criminal Minds episode. Uh, is Criminal Minds still going? Yes. It's like yeah. 14 seasons in. Oh, wow. And I knew that before tonight. Oh, wow. I didn't just Are look you a Criminal up. Minds head, Tim? Oh, yeah. We just called Criminal Minds. it's already a head thing yeah yeah (laughs) would you consider yourself a fan then yeah i'm a criminal mind (laughs) right at the beginning they didn't show us scott uh but you could hear his voice and i immediately knew who it was it was the dulcet tones of scott grimes the singer of my favorite song sunset boulevard and there was a a lady there that was crying she's like tied to a a bed or whatever, and he put duct tape around her mouth, and I couldn't help but thinking it would be so great if he could bring that duct tape back to the Orville and put it on Kelly, right? Yeah. Uh, oh, totally, totally. I didn't even think of that. Brilliant. That's a good crossover. <laughs> they get the time machine. They love pop culture. They're like, we gotta go back to the set of Criminal Minds and grab the duct tape. <laughs> Because they wouldn't cross worlds, they'd just go back in time. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but that's in my in my version of it. They just go back in time and go to the set, and they say, and they ask, they ask Scott Grimes, which I guess is like maybe Gordon Malloy's great 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 grandfather or something. Yeah, exactly. That's good. Seth would be like, we need to get you know something from the past, and Gordon would be like, well, actually, my. For a wedding, I, right? Right, exactly. <laughs> My great grandfather was actually the greatest actor of the 20th century. And, and singer. Uh, right. And then Captain Orville would be like, wait, Scott Grimes, you mean? 
and yes. I, everyone would know automatically. Yeah, they'd be like, they, yeah, it, it would be something like, yeah, I mean, we've all thought it, but nobody's ever seen it. He looks exactly like Scott Grimes. <laughs> It'd be like, oh, I, yeah, Boris would be like, Scott Grimes, I know him. He was on that TV show, The Orville, back in 2017. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if we would go that far. Well, yeah, because I think then Captain Orville would say, well, it wasn't just 2017. It ran for 18 seasons. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, I like this. Actually, yeah, we find out it's a Zug's wing. Uh, there's copycat. <laughs> uh, there's a copycat murderer threatening um, these weird people that are the criminal minds people. Like, I guess they're cops or something. They're like elite FBI agents, and they, when they do the uh, like beginning uh, credits where they show all the actors and they do their like little pose uh, or whatever, they kind of like tell you which each person is, which is like the old guy. He's just gonna be like talking to you. He's not gonna plot his gun. The the young girl, she's doing a karate kick, so you know she's like an action character. And uh, the guy, this I guess who's he's like those brainiac. He doesn't. He's just inside, so he's not doing anything. Basically, if they're holding a gun, you'll see them later in the show holding a gun. But if they're <laughs> not holding a gun, you won't. So yeah. it lets you know who they are, like what their role is. Like this guy holds a gun. This woman, she sometimes holds a gun. This guy runs. Yeah, that would be pretty good to have on uh, the Orville as well. I mean. I guess then it would take up too much time and I want to get right into um, all the funny jokes, all the great science fiction action. Mm -hmm. But it would be good if like it had, you know, Captain Orville like uh, kissing a lady, Mm -hmm. um, Kelly like, uh, I don't know, like murdering a a child or something. Yeah. And then getting right. Yeah. Falling. (laughs) Uh, Bordis would be uh, yelling at Clyden. Um, Mm -hmm. Dr. Claire sitting on the egg, just watching porn (laughs) with his egg baby. Yeah. Dr. Claire and Isaac could be fucking. Uh, Who else is on the show? Fucking who? That's all of them. (laughs) Well, each other. (laughs) Yafit would be watching and I guess (laughs) jerking off or something. Yeah. For sure. Um, Yeah, that would be a great opening. Jay Lee. Yeah, he would be drinking soda. That's the thing he does. And giving someone dating advice. I yeah, I like to think he would be like solving really hard math problems on a chalkboard right. with yeah. two women on each side. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wait a minute, four women total? Yeah. Is that too few? We can go up. <laughs> Sorry, hold on one second. I'll be right back. Sorry. Okay, sure. What do you think Kevin's doing? Um, he just realized he forgot to call his mom. Oh, yeah, you gotta, oh, gotta do late. that. Yeah. yeah. That's risky. What's the risk? Well, what if she's asleep? Oh, sure. You know, and he's rude on <laughs> Mother's right. Day. How's your mom? I'm back. Welcome yeah, back. Yeah, I didn't ask how you were. <laughs> okay, sorry. <laughs> 
don't know. Maybe if they just did that opening like once a season or something like that, just remind everybody who everybody is. Could be good. Yeah. Let people kind of put the new, uh, put Tala next to a picture of Alara so you know that she's the new Alara. <laughs> yeah. Or like a, uh, a metal sculpture of Alara and then she could use her super strength to break it. Wow. And that that's kind of, that's good. good. It's almost that's breaking good. the fourth wall too because speaking to us. Like the inside knowers that know that she crumbled uh, Alara and took her job. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Alara did not want to leave the show. T- Tala, the, the actress that played Tala, you know, she, I, well, it's a we rumor now. For sure. Right? It's a we rumor. It's for sure. But uh, that is what we've, what we've gathered is that she uh, sabotaged the show. So that she could take over the part. She would leave like uh, men's boxers in her in her room. So when Seth came in, he'd be like, what are those boxers are these? You know, and why do they smell like cigarettes? You know, it's like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> she was trying to break up um, Alston Sage and Seth MacFarlane. Clearly. Yeah. I mean, we don't know that for sure, but it does seem really obvious. And like, you'd have to be an idiot not to be able to pick up on it. And just using some of the criminal mind techniques, <laughs> yes. it just checks out, you know, like you can just tell when you look at her that she would do that. And so she's guilty. Uh, yeah. So on this show, they have really gross graphic images of like dead bodies and stuff. That was, that's one of my notes that I have. Yeah, pr- Primetime uh, broadcast television, right? So far as I know. Yeah, I wrote a lot of notes on this. I uh, really broke this thing down. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, like, you know, after Seth, uh, we kind of, well, not Seth, uh, we know Scott Grimes is, uh, you know, we can tell that it's him by his voice. Mm-hmm. Then we see uh, Aaron uh, walking in the halls. Well, Alex is actually walking in the halls. And then Aaron says that she's sorry to Alex. And Alex says, I'm over it. And Aaron says, but I want to make amends. And that takes work. So my question to the group is, Wait, what? What do you think <laughs> she did? Who, who are these people? You didn't, Aaron Strauss, uh, the boss. She's like the, the one who's this like, in Criminal uh, Minds or in the Orville? No, this is in <laughs> Criminal Minds. Criminal Minds. Okay. This is in Minds. Kevin, it kind of sounds like you wrote down the script of the the episode. (laughs) (laughs) Also, they were very clear about what she did to her in the past later in the episode. It was the Marifax case. Blake took the fall and got the wrong wrong guy. Oh, is that what it was? I I think so. I did hear enough (laughs) to know that uh, she tried to ruin her career somehow. That's all I Yeah, it was the Marifax case. Marifax case. What happened with the Marifax case? They got the wrong guy, and Blake took the fall. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's yeah. it. That's yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> so if you think Blake's going to forgive Aaron, I guess she's over it, but if Aaron is really going to try, it does take work. So at least she is letting her know. What's the difference between being over it and making amends? It takes work. <laughs> okay, well, yeah, because being over it takes no work, but making amends takes a lot of work. Well, because Aaron is the one making the amends. Blake is, Alex Blake's the one that's over it. But it's a pretty big deal, the Marifax case. So. <laughs> What's that case about? Well, 
the details are murky, but from what I understand, they got the wrong guy and Blake took the fall. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Who was the right guy? Uh, well, the ne- what happens next is they get some flowers, right? Um, yeah, yeah. And it says Zugzwang. <laughs> the yeah. flowers are Zugzwang flowers. And that's when we get the first mention of the replicator. And at first, when I heard the replicator, I thought they were talking about that machine on the Orville where they can mm-hmm. use to make wine with. But yeah. it's actually uh, like a serial killer, I guess. Okay, now that's a good Orville episode. The, re- <laughs> the replicator <laughs> making serial killers. Have they done that's a, good. Have they done like a murder mystery episode yet? I don't think so. That could be a good way to get Kelly off the show. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> took one. I took one note. Okay. Which is just I recorded a quote. So Kev, you probably have this too. <laughs> where I, I don't know. This is like halfway through. But this is the part where they just stand up, all five of them, to give like. Oh yeah, a no, I have that. To the yeah. room of cop. <laughs> and he went. He may be an ex-con. Or have law enforcement training. And then one of the cops went like, you're saying he could be a cop man? <laughs> yeah. Is he a cop man? No, uh, comma man. Not like... <laughs> oh, okay. <not> like, <laughs> yeah. No. Are you saying he could be cop man? <laughs> that's that's the, the replicator's rapper. greatest enemy. <laughs> that's what this movie... I mean, this show feels like these this FBI team is like a superhero that shares one brain and <laughs> the little the, the one girl who's always like, hey, yeah, I'm hacking into your private emails. Like she's like the guy in the chair. And then they're always like, you know, flying. And they don't they can't actually fly. So they just jet. Yeah, they take a private jet everywhere. five minutes. It's so much faster than driving to Pittsburgh. <laughs> yes. And every character, they demonstrate their value. Kind of like, and I'm guessing they do this each episode to let you know that, like, there is a reason to have eight people like, always talking. Eight main <laughs> characters. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, a, like the, the, the girl who does all the hacking, she's like, a, they get the flowers, and this is important. And I, and I took this note. They're like, where did you get the flowers from? She says, I got them. They got them from, they came from Wendy's Bloomers. And, they, and she's like, but I checked them over. They're clean. And then I was like, I don't know. I think they kind of just glossed over that. I think it could be Wendy's uh, flowers. Did you finish watching the episode? <laughs> <laughs> they, yeah, they don't solve it. They don't. <laughs> yeah, Wendy could be the replicator. I guess, because I guess the, so. The person that said Suggs Wang was a computer. You remember? <laughs> <laughs> So I just wrote something down that when they talk about, they do like the scene in every uh, one of these shows where they explain everything and they do that like three or four times in the show. They, when they talk about the guy who's been following them and all that, his name's the replicator and he's like solving. No, wait, he's committing crimes that they've already solved. Yeah. And they, and they go through like such a good, rundown that i wrote it down as replicator stats because it's they're basically like lifting listing the stats and like how like basically his accomplishments and stuff yeah 
and I don't know if you guys wanted to hear them real quick. Yeah, oh, just kind of like give our listeners like it, it. First of all, I think you should listeners, you should watch this episode. I think it's really good. It's a little spoiler, but um, <laughs> if you don't, this is basically just to show you how scary the replicator. Is. He's got three murders in three different states. First, Maxwell Holmes, 28 year old contractor husband, father of two, mouth sewn shut, found four weeks after the silencer case solved. The second is an unidentified John Doe by the New Mexico border. His leg was severed, a new one was sewn on, and they have no idea where the new leg comes from. And then finally, we have Megan Lewenbach, a 31-year-old paralegal single mother. She was, her bones were broken, she was turned into a, a human marionette. And they show pictures of all of everybody. And it's kind of like, um, like the introduction of the Suicide Squad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, if each of these like uh, murdered victims would have come to life and like <laughs> fought crime together, that would have been cool. Been better than this. <laughs> Unfortunately, well, if, they're if just Scott dead. Grimes was in it, maybe it'd be better than this. Otherwise, it's not gonna not gonna hold a candle. True. Yeah, Scott Grimes really elevates everybody. Like we don't even, we haven't even seen him on screen yet, but everybody else is kind of stepping up their game just because they know they're competing with Grimes on this one. Yeah. <laughs> the uh, the least believable scene to me was uh, in the parking lot where he was like, "Hey, uh, oh. I need you to." When they talk sign about the polluted dish. river, my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was so unbelievable that any woman. Would disin would not engage with Scott Grimes for that long, mm-hmm. mm. especially somebody with that like you know who's telling you about the Delaware River. Yeah, like the most interesting subject there is. <laughs> Clean Water Act is just it's an unfulfilled promise. <laughs> if we're just talking about our favorite parts, then I want to skip ahead to <laughs> my favorite part, which is. Um, after spoiler alert, after Scott Grimes is arrested and they show him against um, the thing that shows your height and it says he's like six feet tall. <laughs> <laughs> Which I don't think he is. Um, according to my favorite website, celebheights.com, he is five foot seven and a half. <laughs> oh, big shoes. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe the character, the character is six feet tall. I think it's because he was standing on top of four inches of just misjustice, you know, injustice, Mm -hmm. just because he was wrongfully, he was wrongfully accused the first time. And I don't know, the jury's still out on the second one and we'll never really know uh, what happened. We'll never get the full details of this, this case. It did make me wonder, was Scott Grimes on Criminal Minds on a previous episode or... Was that just, you know, backstory for the character? Don't think so. It was backstory. I think it was before the show even started. I said it was like a long time ago. No, because, well, I don't know. He mentions, uh, oh, yeah, actually, yeah. It was what, like in 15 years ago or something? So probably you're probably right. But he does mention, he's like, oh, my old partner uh, did it, uh, like locked you up. So I looked that up and... He was uh, Mandy Patinkin, the guy Mandy Patinkin used to play, I guess. Yeah, he used to be on the show. So, you know, it's like if you know, then you were like, if you know, then you know, you're like, okay, then that's real. That happened. I got to say this, this show had more exsanguinated (laughs) eyelidless corpses than I've seen in 
almost any other show. That's up there. <laughs> it's shocking how many, like, I guess vampire and chupacabra movies I've watched. And <laughs> no, it, never have I heard the word exsanguination. <laughs> but I guess that's, you know, a word that somebody learned and was like, we're going to put it in the put in the show. I guess if you want to remove, you know, a corpse's eyelids, you got to exsanguinate them because otherwise, you know, the just blood is going to gush out and you won't be able to see their eyeballs. Mm hmm. Yeah. yeah. Something to keep in mind, folks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, We're all thinking that. <laughs> I didn't want any of our listeners to uh, improperly D eyelid one of, you know, something. You know, I'm not going to say victim or murder whatever their situation is they're the person that they're de-eyeliding mm. it is now you've learned something you have to exsanguinate them we mentioned the uh the parking lot scene it's kind of interesting that scott you know he goes up to that lady but it never shows us why he's mad at that lady because um he, he must be because he pulled the gun on her and stuff and he like took her she must have done something pretty bad, like, at another point. They just don't show it for some reason. <laughs> yeah, she yeah, must have deserved that. it. I, I have a lot of times I wrote down the nurse connection, because I believe there was some sort of connection with the nurses. And, uh, oh, yeah. I didn't pick up on that. Yeah, so I think she maybe possibly was a nurse. Oh, okay. Hated ner- he, ha- he hated nurses? <laughs> mm-hmm. Because um, it, I'm not a, I'm not a hundred percent sure why. Well, I think there partly it's because he was falsely accused of killing nurses, and that made him want to kill nurses somehow. Yeah, of course. Um, well, and then also, Jeopardy. it is yeah. <laughs> and then it is also, true. His um, his ex-wife was a nurse too. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I know, I know he has two kids, so if you're asking, did she nurse them? <laughs> I'm not sure. <laughs> Was she a registered nurse? I don't know that either. Well, the kids look pretty healthy. I think she probably did nurse them. Yeah, you don't get bones that big without well, nursing hey. mom milk. Uh-huh. And happy Mother's, Day. <laughs> happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there. Yes, we're recording this on Mother's Day. Yes, our moms are all asleep. Leave us alone. <laughs> I, I, I thought going back to the parking lot scene, that's like when we first see Scott and mm-hmm. like a younger version of himself, which is pretty hot. And he's fighting for the environment. And you're like, man, this guy is I support this guy. I know that it was actually him in the other scene exsanguinating that person, but still down. Hope this lady signs the paper and just gets it over <laughs> with, you know? I think if maybe she threw her support from the beginning, because uh, she's kind of a dick about it, she's like, it's like we need to do something about this river, because Miranda, as I'm sure you know, it's the Delaware River is the fifth most polluted river um, in the yeah. United States. Obviously, I know that. Why do you don't know you ask, the, Tim, ask Tim if he knows okay. that? Well, Tim, do you know the amount of toxic waste maybe like in, in pounds is, is dumped there per year? Yeah, I do. 
Yeah. <laughs> okay, good. Uh, then you know it's <laughs> you know the number. So yeah, you're the the numbers guy. I I have all the numbers, and I have that one. So that one number. Okay, you don't sound like you because it is actually six point seven million pounds, Tim, of toxic waste. And six point seven. Okay, yeah. I need are to you give gonna, are delay? Six point seven. Six point seven million is one number. Oh gosh, I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like six point seven million of them. Okay, this debate again every third episode. <laughs> the what is numbers debate? <laughs> How do you count numbers? Anyway, besides the point, I thought it was kind of like a real smear job on the Ooh, on my good I friend like job. of the environment, New Jersey, Chief Doug O'Malley. Um, <laughs> I looked this up. This is a real person uh, who I think is Scott Grimes is acting like. And because he's the one that said that all the things that you hear Scott Grimes say in this episode is verbatim Doug O'Malley, Chief of the environment in New Jersey. So they're saying that he, Doug is a nurse killer, basically. <laughs> and I think we should get Doug on here to defend himself. But yeah. the, he's the dream guest. <laughs> and if, yeah. if, we, if we could get Doug, he would have been on already. Especially this episode. Yeah, this would have been the one. We'll probably never talk about him again, to be honest. <laughs> to tag him in the announcement. <laughs> He's on Twitter, all right? <laughs> Thought about it. <laughs> oh, man. I couldn't place it while I was watching the episode, but, like, everything Scott would say, I would think, you know, that reminds me of somebody. Of course, is Doug O'Malley. Yeah, from Environment New Jersey. <laughs> and you know what's even weirder is that most of those that toxic waste was from DuPont, you know? The big uh, chemical company so that's surprising to you well what's surprising is that <laughs> criminal minds is working with dupont to bring down doug o'malley <laughs> wow you know the oh, yes the whole episode it's a big hit job it is a hit job <laughs> Just think if you were going to if you're going to take this guy down the, the obvious thing seems to make fun of how his name is Duggo. Yeah, yeah. I'll go, Duggo. Yeah, I got you. <laughs> um, kind of like a complimentary casting, though, for Scott Grimes to do it. I, you'd think they would go uglier just to like as an extra insult. But if they wanted to be true to who Doug is, who's just a, just a hot ass dude, <laughs> then they went, yeah, they got the they, right guy. To be able to, for it to be effective, you had to like subconsciously replace Scott Grimes with you know, Doug O'Malley. So they had to have someone that looked, you know, a, a comparable attractiveness, attractiveness uh, level to the real Doug O'Malley. So like Tim was saying, it is weird that it, it basically, they're saying that this woman who's getting groceries is approached by Scott Grimes and or Doug O'Malley. Like there's no way she's not like, dropping her baguette right and just like oh okay yeah like yeah. sure yeah i'll sign yeah where do you what you want to do beach cleanup let's go <laughs> mm. 
Yeah, I mean, come on, really? How long would it take Scott Grimes to convince you to go do trash tag with him for a day? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not long. Like two seconds? I mean, he wouldn't even have to say anything. I'd just see his face and go, hey, I'm following you around all day. Hey, want to go to the beach? Maybe pick up some trash? <laughs> yeah, he says, hi. And you say, you want to go to the beach and pick up some trash? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he's like, oh, yes. <laughs> and he's like, uh, I already have a wife. <laughs> yeah. And you're going to get exsanguinated. <laughs> okay. okay, sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> Is the beach going to be clean? I don't know. One scene I liked on this episode, because um, it reminded me of Yorville, is when um, they're all in the conference room, and uh, the the lady that um, tried to ruin the other lady's career one time, she was like, "The attorney general wants me to take you off this case," mm-hmm. um, and they're like, "No, we have to stay yeah. on the case." Yeah. That reminded me of the Yorville when she she said, "Like yeah. the attorney general wants me to take you off," and I agree, and then. They go, no, it's cool. We promise we're not compromised. And then she said, okay, well, I'm going to tell him that the only way he takes you off is over my resignation. Or my dead body. Or my dead body. (laughs) She really did a 180 on her opinion. The writers couldn't decide which threat they were going to use. Like Half of them were like, we should say over my dead body. And the other half would say like, no, no, no. She should say she's going to resign. They're like, well, just put them both in there. (laughs) This is absolutely the only place in the entire episode where they improve over the Orville because I would absolutely love it if uh, Admiral Chris or uh, Admiral Admiral Chris Tucker, uh, <laughs> Admiral Ted Danson or Admiral Tucker said, "Yes, I will. You can absolutely do whatever you want, Captain Orville." Yeah, they need yeah. a ride or die for sure. Yeah, and Strauss is a ride or die. That's Aaron Strauss, all right? She's a fucking legend. Aaron Strauss, I know. Her reputation? What's her favorite Aaron Strauss case that she closed? Marifax case aside. (laughs) (laughs) Kind of weighs down her average. Donnie Bidwell. You remember him, right? Who? Donnie Bidwell. Scott? Yeah, Scott Grimes' character. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Doug, Donnie, yeah. Donnie, Duggo, it's the same thing. Um, His uh, social security number was visible in this episode. And it was 984-1028. And isn't that cool? Oh, my God. We should run that because I think that probably is Doug's. You should check on that. Guys, I don't know. I've been looking into Doug, and he seems like a really good guy, and it's making me kind of mad what this episode did to him. Yeah, that's when I kind of went crazy with taking notes, because I'm like, if I'm going to prosecute criminal minds, I need to have everything that they say in this episode written down. <laughs> if I if I were going to prosecute criminal minds, I'd just be like, they admit it. It's in the title. The criminal. <laughs> They think like criminals because they are criminals. One of my favorite parts of this episode was when they were like going over. Uh, I guess the second lady was the second exsanguination. When they hop in the jet, the lady's like, greetings, crime fighters. Um, there's actually two exsanguinations. Like, huh? Like, yeah, the other one happened with some old lady. And they're like, oh, can you tell us about her? And then she's like, right away, sir. 
And she goes, she looks her up and she goes, Sandy Larson, baby boomer. And <laughs> I just thought it was funny. Like, like instead of like saying her age or anything, like that's her first description of her. She's like, this lady is a baby boomer. <laughs> She's got a, a husband who died of cancer and he, she used to be a nurse. And then that's when the nurse connection kind of really hits home for a lot of the viewers. Yeah. You're like, wow, Zug's wang right there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I I liked uh, there was a really short bit where what was it like they were arguing there was a local one of the guys was a local cop Rizzo and there's this yeah, R- yeah Rizzo named after a Jay-Z song uh <laughs> anyway <laughs> uh where they they were like uh you know we're taking over this case and he was like I thought it had to be three killed victims to be federal and then yeah. they were like yeah is this one this one and we've got probable cause on the third one and when probable cause doesn't mean you know for sure and then someone like across the room just goes hey they found another one and they went oh no <laughs> yeah like you happy now rizzo <laughs> yeah. he's like well yeah take over yeah you got it that's three <laughs> i my other favorite part i already said my favorite part of the episode but my second favorite part of the episode is when the quirky computer lady is trying to figure something out and she can't do it and shamar moore goes come on baby girl and i don't remember why he says it but i like that he called her baby girl because <laughs> i think she's like um i think she might be a hologram or something <laughs> that he created <laughs> Yeah, you never see her outside of the computer in the FBI headquarters. Then, like, when she calls one time, they're like, how are you calling from this number? She's like, oh, I had to go home and shower. And he's kind of looking like, oh, that's impossible. (laughs) You're not really a person. (laughs) Which I thought was, I don't know how if they've ever shown her house before, but I thought it would, if, like, eight seasons in, they're like, oh, yeah, let's show uh, what the inside of her apartment looks like. (laughs) Just for like one off episode to show her in there for just like, just cause she had to shower. Cause maybe somebody had written in like, Hey, why doesn't this girl ever go home? (laughs) (laughs) I like the part where, um, they go to Donnie Bidwell's house and they go and it's just the like five detectives. And then they go in alone and they're so bad at clearing it that he's just like <laughs> not really hidden, just like uh, back in the room a little bit. And the guy goes, it's clear in here. He's not here. I don't then, remember uh, that at all. <laughs> I do don't you not? And then, and then the so other you guy. you had a problem with like the SWAT type sweep of the building. You thought it was ineffective. There was like couple of potential crossfire moments uh, could have oh, been avoided no and uh, no because later the SWAT team they actually got the SWAT team to come clear a building which made a lot of sense to me but then when they just did it they didn't seem to try very hard and then they almost got Rizzo killed yeah I was cheering at that point because I thought he was going <laughs> to hit him <clears throat> but then Scott missed because the other guy yelled I was mad about that he should have kept his mouth shut yeah, because he's your biggest problem, and it's so convenient you're going to get him out of here. Well, ideally, and if if this episode, if I would have written this episode, 
Gat would have, you know, killed all the FBI agents. Mm-hmm. And then, um, you and know, like he could have lived his, his, lived his life. He could have got back with his wife and uh, raised his daughters and everything. We live on the jet now. <laughs> 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 and then, like, the quirky computer girls, like, they control her now. <laughs> they inherit her. <laughs> look up, look up the easiest way to exsanguinate somebody. <laughs> the ancient Egyptians used a technique. <laughs> <laughs> so, like I said at the beginning, that like, everybody shares a brain, but because they do the part where, like, for the second time, they have to explain <clears throat> all the suspect, uh, like details and all the like clues that they have, and they do it all to the local police department. And they do it all. It's like basically one person. It's one monologue. <laughs> it's split. so crazy. It's so split crazy. Between, between seven people <laughs> that where like they cut people off, like, but continue the sentences flawlessly. It's like they it's prepared like, for a full week. They wrote this up and they were like, <laughs> they couldn't agree on who's like, well, we'll just each do a line. To, you're talking now. Uh, reset, reset. <laughs> I didn't notice they talk each, so fast during that too. Each line is highlighted. And it, it's so good because, right? Like they they must have spent like a week preparing for this. <laughs> I mean, we ha- we're all, we can only assume it's so flawless that, or they share one brain, and then they go like they walk into the other room, <laughs> and they solve like where it's just them, and then they solve it. <laughs> Within seconds, they're like, they finish the speech, they walk into the other room, and they're like, and the guy's like, he opens one file and he's like, ah, it's freaking Donnie Bidwell. <laughs> I like it when they like, he's like, of course, it's Donnie Bidwell. Like, we should have known. Like, there's no explanation of how they decide that it's this guy. Like, a nurse connection. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, this guy's targeting nurses, and this other guy was falsely accused of murdering nurses. We thought like, he had a go- thing with nurses before, and we were wrong. So now he probably does. Yeah, Donnie Bidwell. It's basically letting you know the police, even when they're wrong, they will eventually be right. Uh, so just stay uh, on the side of the blue. The real minority you minority think- report thing. <laughs> you might think that they you were falsely accused of a crime, but they actually, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just know that you're going to do it in the future. They're precogs, right? They're criminal. They understand what the criminal's thinking. So they said, I know there's something off about this guy. I know he's got a lovely family and job and he just started a business. But uh, <laughs> I could tell something's going to fucking really go wrong with this guy in about 15 years after we falsely arrest him. They, they caused him to do these murders because they arrested him. It's like their fault. They completely ruined Scott's life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a hit um, job. Ugh, I'd love and, a hit uh, job from Scott. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I think they wanted him to kill himself because they left him with yeah. uh, the the pills that he could take to OD there in you know his room all by himself. Like, if you can OD on pills, I don't think the cops would just let you have a full bottle of them. Mm-hmm. Right after he confessed to a lot of crimes. <laughs> yeah, I just want to go over the Donnie Bidwell stats. Uh, he's got <laughs> pills that are anti-convulsants. Uh, he has brain damage and a seizure disorder because of the arrest and eventually three murders uh, by exsanguination. 
I like the um, interrogation scenes where they were just, uh, this must be a really smart technique where they were just telling him how, how badly they messed his life up and then being like, that's really hard. Where they're like, Poor here's you. a picture of your girls. Uh, <laughs> look, if I have kids and they got taken away from me, I would be so mad. Hey, I'd kill a nurse too, huh? <laughs> <laughs> they're really being another, bullies. <laughs> it's another like, scene where it's like a one, it was just one per, is written for like, this is like a, a <laughs> show where somebody, they take old scripts that are about like two cops and then they just spread it out with, between like eight people. So this interrogation, I think three people do it. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, I've got an idea. Let me get in there. My turn. <laughs> I just have to add a, it's my turn now line every like three times on every page. Yeah, I think this show is a jobs program for actors. Like <laughs> they added a bunch <laughs> of extra characters so that other people could get jobs. I think they should do that with more shows. That's true. Like, wh- why weren't there 10 friends and friends? That could have been fine. Mm-hmm. 15. <laughs> or 65. Like half, the pro- half the problems that Rachel has can be split between at least 10 people. <laughs> yeah. She's got enough on her plate. Sorry, guys. The only show I know is Orville, Criminal Minds, uh, SEAL Team, and Friends. Those are the, the Love big four SEAL for Team. Me. That's your Mount Rushmore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> SEAL Team is great. That, that was a great. Yeah, I'm so glad that we watched that. Maybe saw the top of Casey's head for <laughs> a split second. Is this the first show we've watched that isn't on a ship? Oh, yeah. Uh, oh. If you don't count the plane. <laughs> Oh, never mind. That's an airship. Yeah. Captain, do you think? Yeah. Do you, wait. You think Friends takes place on a ship? <laughs> Their relationship, oh, yeah, friendship, friendship. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Now I have to make a good one, Kev. Drop. Yeah. <laughs> Is Orville just friends on a ship? Oh, let's make a T-shirt. Start the Patreon. This is tier five. It says Orville across it in the in the friends font. Mm-hmm. Sam um, has the whole shirt. Yeah, it's easy. <laughs> Let me just well, make a shit ton of money. What are the what are the four <laughs> tiers before that? I like this idea. What are the four tiers before that? Uh, one tier for every time Kelly betrays Orville. <laughs> I cry a lot when and I watch. Okay, no. And you just pay more <laughs> each time. <laughs> You're basically at the mercy as a Patreon subscriber. You're at the mercy of how many times Kelly betrays, and then you have to pay (laughs) five more dollars. (laughs) So, like by episode, by season ten, we're gonna be getting like two thousand dollars a month from these people, (laughs) like each 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 subscriber. Yeah. (laughs) At that point, we'll probably also be their landlord, so that'll just be rent. That's true. Because of the plan we have <laughs> by all the land in Montana. Mm-hmm. Uh, Miranda, I'm looking at all these pictures. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, just... yeah. I, I posted a bunch of pictures in the chat of people, people from the Orville with the, with the um, Snapchat gender change 
filter. Uh, it's weird. They're Kelly kind of looks like Jesus. <laughs> well, that's an, that really tells me a lot about what you think Jesus looks like. <laughs> Wait, where's which one's Kelly? <laughs> the, last the last one. one. Oh, <laughs> Jesus looks like my Puerto Rican friend. <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah, I just, I, I don't say Jesus, right? I'm sorry. <laughs> Delete this. Well, Puerto Ricans, they're part of America. Okay. <laughs> Shout out to my Nina. <laughs> Scott has such big well, eyes. I think, I think Jay Lee looks the best, honestly. Has anybody yeah. seen uh, the Detective Pikachu movie? No. You have. I have, yes. But if nobody else has seen it, then there's no point in saying it. Well, for my listeners, if you've seen the Detective Pikachu movie, let's just say that Seth MacFarlane looks like he's like a ditto, uh, like the ditto Pokemon. Uh, eh, forget it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The listeners are freaking out at this point. They're probably like, I saw that. I get it. (laughs) I'll try and remember to put all these pictures on the in the episode on the website. Okay, everybody can see my my dirty MacBook screen. <laughs> <laughs> like, clean the screen. Clean the screen, and make sure you don't have any like tabs showing anything. Uh, yeah, I was trying to. I was thinking about yeah. that already. You have three <laughs> calendar notifications. <laughs> yeah. Wait, Miranda, did you watch an episode of The Orville on your own? <laughs> No, 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 no. I was, I, I went out of my way to look up pictures of everybody. Uh, okay. <laughs> I wouldn't do that yeah. without you guys. I would never betray you like that. Uh, yeah, I would say of the guys, of the guys that are now girls, Jay Lee probably looks the best. Uh, Seth and Gordon both look terrible. Uh, I'm not terrible. I'm not trying to be mean, but. They just don't, they don't have good woman faces, you know? Seth but really like looks bad. <laughs> Seth looks like anime yeah, but you or can't, something. You can't, you can't cover up that handsomeness. Level of testosterone. Yeah. Yeah, he's just too, like, masculine, ruggedly handsome, just like a real man's man. Did you try, with, try Bordis? with Bordis? <laughs> I, no, I did try with Isaac, and they were like, "There's no face." <laughs> Correct. Uh, AI yeah. is learning. Yes. <laughs> the software is working. So yeah, uh, Criminal Minds. Uh, <laughs> Scott Grimes kills himself. Um, Maybe. Do, oh, uh, do you know who the replicant is? The replicator. The replicator. No. Um. I only know he's not Scott. I know oh, he's it, not Donnie Bidwell. And it's not Jack Lee Kemper because <clears throat> he was actually the one that was responsible for the nurse uh, exanguination murders. Um, okay. So and he died. Can I, he di- can I go? Can I go now? Can I talk? <laughs> Is it my turn to talk yet? Are you going to go on about exanguination? Sure I just want to make sure that you <laughs> safe and feel comfortable. Um, Jack Kemper is dead. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Let me write. I'll write that down. No, it's the replicant is played by um, what's his name? Luke Skywalker. Oh wow, Mark Hamill. Mark Hamill. Which I feel like that's 
a statement on Star Wars kind of controlling the Orville. Yes, let's talk about it, guys. These are Disney characters now. It's a kind of an uncomfortable situation, you know. Um, mm-hmm. But we're adults. We trust our fans. So go ahead. Talk. Talk. Well, yeah, okay, I got something to say. Uh, I put the I put the woman version of Bordis in the chat for you guys to look at. <laughs> right. These are uncomfortable <laughs> conversations. We gotta tweet that out. <laughs> really uncomfortable conversations that we're having. Why why is there so much eyeshadow? So that's so, what makes you a woman. Real quick, can <sighs> I just can I just say, really fucked up of Tim to spoil the next episode of Criminal Minds for us. <laughs> I think it's like a season later that you find this out. <laughs> because just in case anybody's wondering, the episode ends with, I think, uh, what's his name? Kills himself, or maybe not. Uh, we, we never really see his great being buried. So <laughs> can't be sure. but. Then it, it ends with they get like a phone call and there's been like a, you know, they killed somebody else. The guy, the Zugzwang is there. He's like, and he calls them and, and they go to some building. They're like, we're tracking it. We're tracking it. And they go inside this building and it's like dark. And so they all have their flashlights out and there's just a body in the middle of this uh, like warehouse style room. And it's on a table and it's dead. And there's a, a phone next to a boombox that's playing Frank Sinatra. And then the FBI agents, they look up and they see, wow, there's a bunch of boards and they have pictures of us, of us, not us, of them. (laughs) The criminal minds. Of the criminal minds. So Zug Zwang's been taking pictures of all of them and timed it and they look at these <laughs> it's like a minute of them like looking at the pictures like dude I get it okay <laughs> you're famous <laughs> <laughs> so then it ends and then yeah, I guess the guys I guess it's Mark Hamill yeah uh, I hope he gets all of them too after what they did to <laughs> Scott mm-hmm. do you know why he's getting at them there's more spoilers. Um, I don't. He was one of them, and then Aaron Strauss screwed him over. Oh my God! In the Mirafax. Don't tell His me signature, it was the Mirafax case. You're gonna be amazed. His signature is implementing the word "zugzwang" into crimes. <laughs> <laughs> it's sometimes tricky. Sometimes he just writes it there, and other times <laughs> he just writes it around. Oh, he's kind of like an artist. So that was Criminal Minds, Season 8, Episode 16, Carbon Copy. I guess we should rate this episode, and since this is not an Orville episode, we can rate it whatever we want. Um, what, do you, what do you think, Kevin? I gotta give it 45 minutes, because it's five <laughs> hours to fly to, to drive to New Jersey, but it's just 45 minutes on the jet. Wheels oh. up in 20. Wheels up in twenty, perfect score. <laughs> I thought, I thought oh, you were wow. saying, I thought you were saying, I gotta give it forty-five minutes because you gave it forty-five <laughs> minutes of your life to watch the episode. 
Do you think that's how they solve the crime is on the jet ride back to New York? Uh, they just watch the next episode of Criminal Minds <laughs> and they know what's going to happen. It'd be smart. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely Zug's Wang. <laughs> Mark Hamill kills Aaron Strauss. Oh, Dude. wow. Wow. Really? Wow. Yeah, murdered. It says oh I mean, it kind of sounds like she deserved it. Wow. I'm, hold on. It says Aaron Strauss' husband, Ryan Johnson. <laughs> what? <laughs> okay. I get it. I don't. Yeah, what? what? Okay. Me and Greggy get it. <laughs> you want to explain it? Yeah, Explain okay. it to us? Yeah, okay. All right. All right. Sit down. Get, take out the notebooks. Uh, <laughs> gather around, kids. Uh, here's a little lesson. So, Mark Hamill is a guy named Luke Skywalker. And he... <laughs> Sorry. Start over. Skywalker is a guy named Luke Hamill. And he goes by the name of Darth Vader. <laughs> Skywalker? What? <laughs> Let me start over. Scott Hamill. Sky, Scott Hamill. Darth Vader's son. <laughs> Song Criminal Orville. <laughs> one more, oh, one okay. more time for you. One more time for you. Ryan Johnson, director of Brick, director of Looper. Used to be Darth Vader, Scorville. <laughs> Pretty hot in here. Pretty hot in my house right now. I'm overheating. So, any Orville news? <laughs> Well, maybe so. We've got a couple other ratings to get to real quick. Uh, Miranda, how about you? Well, not that I could possibly li- live up to 45 minutes. But, uh, I was going to say, uh, give this episode two out of two uh, eyelids that I have that I would happily let Scott Grimes cut off and keep in a little plastic baggie in his house. <laughs> Hey guys, can we pause for like? There's, there's like 20 seconds left in this basketball game. <laughs> oh, what? Oh, you know, Tim, you can do your ranking. I'm going to go watch the last like 20 seconds of this game real quick. Oh, God. Okay. Is that okay? Is that like. I watched, I watched the next <laughs> game. You know, the Raptors win this one. <laughs> okay. Sorry to spoil it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Give me one second. Okay, it's like 25, maybe. You never know with these things. It's been 20 seconds since you said that. <laughs> you don't know that, though. Okay. How about you, um, Tim? What's your rating? Uh, yeah, I'm going to give it a B. Just because it wasn't that good, but it wasn't that bad either, you know? Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, that makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. Uh, but we have to fill time until Kev can come back. Um <laughs> Well, I've got a rating too. Oh yeah, okay. I could do mine. Um, I, I give it a bad score. I think it was bad because of the bad things they did to Scott Grimes in the episode. Um, so I guess I give it a B as well. B for bad. Nice, nice, nice. Um, nice, nice. And B for the basketball that Kevin is watching. Double B's. Hmm. 
And then I think what Kevin was trying to say earlier about Ryan Johnson is he was the guy that directed uh, Star Wars: The Last Jedi. Oh, I, I eventually, I eventually, I think I kind of understood. <laughs> I don't think he is actually married to Aaron Strauss from Criminal okay. Minds. That that is the part that I was confused about. <laughs> but I I haven't looked it up, so it's possible. It's true. Huh. This this show was boring to me. I didn't like it. Oh, I didn't understand yeah. what was going on like ninety percent of the time. <laughs> the only time I watched I thought this I... episode like three times. <laughs> <laughs> wow, Kevin! <laughs> no, like one. I tried to watch it like five times. Like like I'd start it, and the beginning is so much information that I just. <laughs> Like, I would just, just stop. Let it, I'd be like, like, let it wash over you. Be like, <laughs> if this matters, they'll probably tell me again. Like, I really wanted to, like, kind of, like, piece together the other eight seasons and 15 episodes <laughs> in 30 seconds. But, yeah, it was... Uh... So, it looks like they're playing the foul game right now. Um, t- uh, Toronto's up one. Uh, they just got yeah, fouled. They, going they're to the dating line. robots. That's a foul okay. game to play. Dating robots. Okay. I'm quitting. I'm quit this part. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Yeah, because we were going to talk about the big Orville news. It got renewed for season three. Yes. What? Yep. That's great. <laughs> yep. That's yes! Yes! Can't wait for more. <laughs> wait for Morville. Morville, yep. Hey, look, just tied up this game, huh? Yeah, yeah, it's tied up. Uh, <laughs> just like uh, Captain Orville's bank accounts are tied up and being filled by Fox. <laughs> what else do we do? Uh, well, Twitter. Twitter. I didn't look at any Twitter stuff. <laughs> because... <laughs> this episode was from like eight years ago or something. And I, I actually did look at the subreddit to see like what they were talking about on this episode, but nobody mentioned Scott Grimes at all. It's all people talking about who they think the uh, replicator is. Did anyone get it right that it's Luke Skywalker? <laughs> I don't know. They They gave a character name, so it seemed possible, maybe, except for they didn't mention that he used to be one of the FBI agents, so... I think that's probably wrong. They did think it was Mandy Patinkin, a lot of them. That would be closer. Yeah, that would be wild if they brought him back as a murderer. Brought him back? Yes, he was, uh, he was on the show earlier in earlier seasons and then was replaced. I know the guy's name, but I can't think of it right now. The old guy. You know so much about Criminal Minds. Well, Tim did mention it earlier, but also I saw it Yo! on the subreddit. Did you see that, Tim? And no, I'm yo. Recording, recording a podcast. <laughs> yo, real talk. Wylander just exsanguinated the Philadelphia 70s. He has a criminal mind. Okay, and... when, this, when this episode comes out like five days from now, there will have been like so many more basketball games before then. Yeah, but somebody's going to, somebody that, look, okay, um. Yeah, you're right. Like, I was trying to figure out a way where this would that would be fine. <laughs> I already told you the ending to. Yeah, you did. You did. <laughs> Toronto wins, but I told you. Uh, you want 
to know who's going to win the season finale this year? <laughs> yeah, tell me. Boston, they're going to come back. <laughs> wow. Like, yeah, um, they get released from like prison. And then, yeah, they just murder and everyone. You should have said spoiler alert for the listeners. Sorry to all the Orville <laughs> basketball fans. Uh, yeah, that, that's what our, our first Patreon tier is, a podcast where we talk about basketball. Yeah, you got to get through that the bullshit to to get to the good stuff. <laughs> starving. No. People are starving for a good basketball podcast. People are willing there's, to pay big bucks. There's literally n- zero good basketball podcasts out. <laughs> and tune Such in next week when we have Anastasia and uh, Scott <laughs> on the show. Anastasia was on, kind of. Yeah, that's true. Oh, yeah, kind of. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> I don't like to talk about that one since you guys were going to start your own Orville podcast. Yeah. That was, that was Boys Night? That was that episode? Yeah. I think so. Yeah, it was a real dark spot on a, kind of us in the woke community and for the fans <laughs> of the original Fourville, knowing yeah. that there was going to be a new podcast. Um, yeah, I think that's all we have to do this week. We don't have to do Twitter. Um, if somebody Does somebody have a fan of the week they want to shout out? Uh, yeah, I think we named all our fans last week. <laughs> I think Joel Embiid is the real fan of the week because he's going to be having to watch the rest of the playoffs from his couch, like the rest <laughs> of us fans. Sorry, Joel, airplane mode. Okay. <laughs> yep. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, you think he's uh, going to start watching more Orville? He loves soda. And uh, sci-fi. So, what's our last segment? Uh, we have to uh, use our lips for something. <laughs> <laughs> last segment is the captain's kiss. Uh, I gotta say, leading up to this, this uh, like the last ten minutes or so, Kevin was the easy <laughs> shoot in, <laughs> shoe in for. Uh, I, I got. You I was playing with the lead. I got overconfident. <laughs> Let us come back in garbage time. Yeah, I was up like twenty with four minutes left. Next thing I know is, is I look at the score. I'm down by two. I feel like at this moment, unless I come up with a big shot right now, like I say something like, uh, oh, "I'm the replicator." <clears throat> let me try. Oh. No, let me try it again. Let me try. It. I'm the replicator. <laughs> and I hope that kind of just bumps me right back up. You think being a serial killer will make you more likely to get the captain's kiss? I guess me and uh, as much, same way that the FBI share one brain, me and Scott Grimes share one brain because we are both serial killers for that captain's kiss. I don't think wow, I can get Kevin's that right. One. He gets it. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. This What's is. Your- this is not I the did already give Kevin the kiss, but if you want to make a case, you can feel free. I was just gonna you say, can force uh, me to... I was just gonna say, Zugs Wayne. Mm-hmm. Oh wow! <laughs> I should have said Zugs Wayne. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's a two kiss week. Here you go, Brandon. <laughs> oh, thank you. Sorry, Tim. Yeah. Only have two. <laughs> no, and I'm I can't compete with that, you know. <laughs> Except Zugs Wang, Zugs Wang. I said it twice. <laughs> So oh, it cancels it, it's canceled itself out if you say it twice. 
Yeah. Double negative. It's like checkmate. Say checkmate twice or you lose a game. Okay, fine. (laughs) Well, someone has to kiss me. (laughs) All right. I'm going to kiss you on your right butt cheek. Wait, what's that? It's not there? (laughs) (laughs) The dirty, dirty move. (laughs) Joke that my last remaining butt cheek would not be there. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Well, I'm coming for it. Previously on Criminal Minds. Yesterday while we were in Florida, a body was found in the desert outside Las Cruces, New Mexico. A man had his leg amputated and replaced with the leg of someone else. Someone's out there mimicking the crimes we've solved. This is now an active case, which we'll be investigating along with our other cases. Hello, I'm still here. Sog Swang. It's a chess term. Describes the point in the game when a player realizes he'll inevitably be checkmated. Just came to the reception desk for an agent, Jennifer Giroux. Zugswing. Who sent it? They knew you would be at that phone booth. What if this is the replicator? The original Zugswing taunt was directed at me. If it's directed at one of us, it's directed at all of us. First he was chasing us, so now it's our turn to chase him. The psychopath's message is clearly personal. You're victims now. Get in my... How, no, how did he get in... How did he get in... 